Oh, yeah, we back again with another episode. Listen, I want to give a big shout-out to everybody who checked out last week's episode with the one and only Torre, okay? Internet, do not call him White Torre, okay? It's just Torre, my guy. It's it, Honestly, what I really appreciated about that episode was it was full circle for me. In 2010, when the journalist Torre came onto the Combat Jack show, I was just a bystander in the room. You know, I just didn't like a lot of things he was saying, and, and, and I made my way onto the mic, and me and him would debate. And not only that episode, we'd debate years later, but I felt like he was uh, the full circle later on, and I know Combat is probably looking down laughing at us or just knowing that, uh, you know, it's good to see me and him together for sure. You know, but I will say this, a lot of love for that episode, and I really appreciate that people are taking in, you know, the entrepreneurial episodes, the athletes, the artists, you know, like pe- some people don't even know who certain people are, but are taking the time to listen to them, and I think that means a lot. Listen, Internet, when I tell you to check in, you know, I really, really appreciate when people check the fuck in. So I want to give a big shout out this week to everybody that's checked in. We got New York on the check in, of course, Chicago, Los Angeles, Houston, Atlanta, Philadelphia, Boston, Toronto. I mean, look, okay, San Francisco, D.C. I mean, Australia stays on the check in. And what I want you to do now is take out your phone, okay, whether you're on, you know, uh, Android, whether you're on Apple, okay, open up your Twitter app, at Premium Pete, at Premium Pete Show, and check the fuck in. Let me know where you're from. Let me know what you're listening to. Let me know what episode that you're messing with. A lot of people told me they like the Gary V episode, the John from Sweet Chick, the founder of Venmo, um, the Ronnie Feig episode. Like, what episode are you messing with? So at Premium Pete, at Premium Pete Show, whether it be Instagram or Twitter, and let me know. I'll tell you one thing. Every week that we go over a new episode, I feel like, you know, people, you know, are going through different things. You know, I always say it ain't easy just to come into a room and do a podcast. You know, you may be going through certain things. You may have you may have had a bad week. You may have had a bad day. But the important thing, I think, is to understand that you're not alone. You know, I had uh, tweeted something a couple of days ago and uh, that learn to forgive yourself. And I think many people don't understand how important that is to do. And, I, and, and a lot of people who responded to that were like, yo, it's not that easy to forgive yourself. You are not alone. No, no. Shout out to my man DP, I Dallas Penn. Here with you. He's, he's on his... He's, have another podcast. he's on his Michael Jackson. I am on your show. And you are not alone. Shout out to Internet, Mr. Penn. It's the Premium Pete Show. Get it right. Fucky Bergs. Mm. Listen, when you want to have someone interrupt you like that, thank you, Dallas. Thank you for interrupting me like that. But anyway, what I want to let the people know is this. When you learn to forgive yourself, okay, you let go of a lot of bullshit. So many people hold on to toxic situations, people, and let, and let it hold them back. You know what I mean, DP? Let it hold them back. I mean, I've done it to myself, and I'm learning day by day, to not do that shit anymore. So, Internet, listen, if you have a problem forgiving yourself for things you may have done in the past, situations you may have been in, you could do it. There's a new day. You can meet new people. Sometimes you deal with people you grew up with, man. If you don't get along with them or things don't work out, you can meet people later on in life at a later age that you probably have a better relationship with than the kids you grew up with. And so that's all I'm saying is this. Learn to forgive yourself. 
something happened a month, a year, or 10 years ago, let that shit go. Focus on today. Stay focused. Stay patient. And you never know what can happen. This week's episode, man, I'm so excited. It's the return of the one and only Styles P. Okay, he's got a new project out, Ghost. I want you to support that. Go check it out. Go cop it on iTunes or Apple, or, I mean Spotify or, or uh, Tidal, wherever you streaming platforms or downloadable music platforms. Go cop that Ghost album by Styles P. Styles P comes back. We talk about entrepreneurship, 20 years in the game. You know, the difference in the music business from when he was growing up till now. Talk about juicing. Talk about how, how, how important it is to be healthy and how it should be cool. Internet, listen, whenever the one and only Styles P, okay, one-third of the LOX, legendary, whenever he's in the building, it's a gem-filled episode. So, Internet, I present to you the return of Styles P episode on this week's episode of the Premium Peach Show. Let's get to it. Cheer. Come on, everybody, get set, let's go. It's the next episode. It's the Premium Peach Show. News, interviews, all of the info. Listen up, it's the Premium Peach Show. If you want to scoop in the low, down low. Listen to the show, cause Milk said so. Fuck what you heard, better act like you know. Internet, welcome back to another episode of the Premium P Show. Sitting here with my guy, my friend, okay, yes, a good fella, a return guest, okay, yes, sir. Uh, man, so many things. Entrepreneur, what's good, bro? Rapper, MC, MC, yes, sir. Um, what do we call business owner? What else? Author? Can we do? Is it going to be? Yes, author? yes. Okay, television. I'm working on a repeated author. Television. I'm working on television Tel- too. Television also. personality. Working on that also. My guy, Styles P. A little more P. writing, directing, producing, seat, but working on it. Forget about it. SP yeah. the Ghost. What, what other Pete, name? what's good, baby? Well, what's good, man, 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 first of all, I want the internet. First, it's good to see you. Always good to see you. Dead okay. Second of all, before we even went on, we're talking about business. Yeah. Yo, you're bus- I mean, you're a seasoned veteran. 20 years in the game. Yeah. But, you know, you didn't always know business like you know now. Uh-uh. You know, would you Not say, at all. Would you say you know a lot because of, like, the bumps in the you know the bumps in the, on the journey. Like what made you? I would say I know something because mm-hmm. of the bumps on the journey. I would never say I know a lot. He who knows something knows he knows he knows nothing. Pete, mm-hmm. I know I don't know nothing. That's what I go with every day. And but I know how to move. Mm-hmm. I know what hurts, and I know what's the wrong move. Mm-hmm. I always know the best move, but I learn from my mistakes. And um, I know I know nothing, and I just keep trying to learn every day. You know, you said something to me about, um, you know, being a business owner and obviously you're a partner or a co-owner yeah. or a co-founder, mm-hmm. right, uh, of Juices for Life. All that. Um, and that. Right now they have four locations. Yeah, started off in around. Yonkers. There's one in Brooklyn. Bronx. We started off on Castle Hill. Okay. 1026 Castle Hill, Bronx, New York. Then we went to Yonkers. Then we went to Tremont. Then we went to Brooklyn. You know, I So sa- we two spots in the Bronx, one in Yonkers, one in Brooklyn, Juices for Life. Look us up. Come to our locations. If not, get your hands on a menu or any menu and make sure you juice up. Get your fruit and your veggie intake right. It's just about the balance, that's all. You know, you said something also to me about, um, you know, um, when we were at Mass Appeal, I think like a couple of months ago, you were speaking to the crowd. And yeah. you were like, yo, like people, like why isn't being healthy cool? 
Like you're like people don't look at it like people look at somebody yeah. with a fresh Alfred and Jordans like yo that that's fresh. Yeah. Why isn't like and especially and I won't only say hip hop, but why like our generation just in general, just we, in general in a generation, like that is something that should be looked at as the coolest shit because. The key to everything, and especially, like, you know, people always ask me, yo, how did you kind of, you know, break into fruits and veggies and, and and being in the health? And, like, honestly, though, the answer is health is the gangsterous shit because it's survival. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Anything anything that's real or anytime you've been in a real situation in, in your life that's kind of life-threatening, the first thing on your mind is survival. Like, how do I survive? Like, how do I stay alive? How do I survive? So I think... We're just adding the balance to just fruits and veggies is really mainly survival. Like, you know what I mean? So to me, that's the gangster shit you could do to have that discipline to add that into your survival. Because, like, a lot of us don't think about it, but if shit happened, like, like, you know, we we live in New York City and a lot of people live in big cities. And even if you don't live in a city, no matter where you're at, just say some shit happened. You know, you're you're in your car, something happens, you're on a bridge. How far can you walk if you got to get out your car? Like, you know what I mean? Mm, That's survival. So I always think of survival, survival terms. Like if some shit happened and I couldn't eat for days, how many days is it going to be before I break down and go crazy? Like, you know what I mean? So I think when you think of survival mode, it just kind of puts you in a, to try to learn what's healthy for you, what's good for you, what's not good for you, because you're trying to survive. So for me, that's super gangster. Sure. You know, as being an artist... You know, you're on the road a lot. And sometimes yeah. I think when people are on the road, even like drivers, like I have a friend who's a truck driver and he's like, yo, it's hard to eat healthy. And I'm like, well, I mean, because he's, he's driving late at night. You know, you know I mm-hmm. guess if he doesn't make certain, make it himself, it's hard to find spots. Well, it's rough to follow a program. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm not going to. It's hard to do a lot of things in life. That mm-hmm. shouldn't be an sure. excuse because it's hard to do a lot. Like, sure. you know what I mean? Sometimes it's hard to get out of bed and go to work. Like, you know what I mean? Sometimes sure. it's hard to just do a lot of shit. So I think you it's kind of like finding your program and finding your way and putting your putting putting your inner you, taking the inner you as serious as you take the outer you. Like you know what I'm saying? Like everybody in this room if I if I asked them, "Yo, did you take a shower? Did you like wash your body? Did you brush your teeth?" You're going to be like, "Hell yeah, hell fucking yeah." Every day, a couple times a day. That's what you know, you, you do that. Now if I ask everybody in this room, how often you clean your insides. Like, it's like how you clean your insides if you don't know, like, you know what I mean? And then it's like, if you think about the bottom of your dishwasher disposal, sure. the bottom of your, you know, when you're cleaning your sink or the stove and all that, when you're cleaning that out, that gook is in your system. And if you ain't clean that, like, you know, you wash your ass every day, you wash your private parts, your underarms, brush your teeth. You got to worry about cleansing the body, too, the whole body. Like, you know what I mean? So I'm not saying you got to be a, a health nut, sure. a guru, a plant-based guy, a vegan, any of that. But you got to have some sort of balance and worry about that because then there's people that who, you know, you got family members, brothers, sisters, siblings, mothers, fathers, aunts, uncles, brothers, and then the most important, children. So I, I feel like just saying, you know, bring a little balance is a way to say, all right, let's equal this shit out. We know what we deal with on a day-to-day basis. Um, we deal with lack of sleep. Um, we drink. We smoke. Some of us sex excessively, um, work excessively. Mm. 
do a lot excessively. So with that with that kind of lifestyle, you got to have some sort of balance in some sort of way to slow yourself down and give your treat yourself okay to say, all right, I'm doing bad to my body. Let me do good to my body. And that's where it really all starts. Like, you know what I mean? So I think with thinking like that kind of brings a balance to what your, your everyday life and just to yourself somewhat. Like, sure. you know what I mean? You know, I think you were ahead of the game, like you and the whole Juices for Life crew, because what was really like, like I still think it hasn't really hit, you know, like the bubble hasn't popped. It's almost like dieting, going to the gym. So many people, like Weight Watchers, right? Yeah. All these things. So many people like go to, go to the gym and then fall off. But, you know, comes Monday, they're like, yo, I got to get back to the gym. Or you think about how people say, I'm going to start a diet, yeah. you know, tomorrow. Or so, you know, you know, juicing and, and, and living that green lifestyle and, and eating healthy is, is becoming what it wasn't. Yeah. And I feel like you guys been, you know, were ahead of the game. Did you part of it, part you, of it, for, I feel like the hip hop culture, but I feel like just when you know something good, you're supposed to tell your brother, you're supposed to tell your sister, you're supposed to tell your family, you're supposed to tell your home, you're supposed to tell your community. So I think it just hasn't been made cool to where everybody was saying it because if you're an artist and you have money, especially like more, more so than rap, like you got to think about all the times before like the health bubble started popping, you opened the magazine and seen health tip secret or, mm-hmm. you know, health secret. Oh, we got some secret tips on how to be healthy. Like, so it's always been around fruits and veggies and natural herbs, teas. Sure, plant-based. Plant-based things to solve yourself and eat. Always been around. It's just that it hasn't been pushed like that. Like, you know what I mean? So I think it just takes, we just don't, to be honest, we don't give a fuck. You either with the flow or with the wave or not. Like, you know what I mean? We don't let nobody. I think people let Tampa, I think people let other people tamper with what they feel like they project is cool. Like, mm. you know what I'm saying? I can't let anyone's mind state or what, what's on their mind project what I think is cool. What I think is cool is cool because it's cool for me. Like, just, you may not think it's cool. And that's okay. Like, you know what I mean? That's okay. That's you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, long as I know what's cool for me, I think that works. And I think when you have something in your life that works like that way, it's, it's infectious in a positive way. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? And that, and that kind of spreads out. That spreads out to the dude who really know that you know about the street corners and what's going on and what's going on outside. And pretty much, you know, everything that's rough, you kind of, you know about or got an idea about. And then when he see you making a change because you've been through that and you know that course and you don't want to take that course no more, he's going to be like, damn, what, what made Brosky want to get off that course? Like, you know what I'm saying? Damn, his skin look a little better. He's smiling a little more. Like, you know shining. what I mean? He's shining. He, he, he's, you know, he's just always maxing and relaxing. He's staying out the sure. way. And that's kind of infectious in a positive way. And I think that's how we have to be in our community because it's not wrong with, like, I think a lot of people always get confused. And I think when you have an idea of what, being ghetto is, what being a gangster is, what being a mobster is, what being a normal human being is, a normal civilian, a regular Joe, you kind of know that everybody is everywhere. It's not just harder people in the ghetto. Like some of these nerds, there's this dudes who never had a fist fight, never beat nobody up, never got into the drama that's from the projects. Then there's a guy who's from a fucking suburban neighborhood somewhere who goes out and fucks people up every weekend because he gets drunk <laughs> and he likes to brawl and likes to sure. get into shit. So 
life comes at you in different ways. Like sometimes you got to have a broader view to be able to just start taking people just for people who what they present to you with the character and they, you know, the aspects and they, they attributes that they bring to you when you meet them. Other, and that's all you can really go off of, off of. And that's all you should give people. Like, here's who I am. Here's what I do. Here's what I'm about. You either fuck with it or you don't sure. fuck with it. And I'm, I'm cool with it. If you, if you don't fuck with me, I'm cool. As long as you ain't fucking with me. You know, 20 years in the game, 20 plus years in the game. Yeah. I would say seasoned veteran. It's funny because I feel like your Twitter sometimes is like a, a daily quote Bible. You know, sometimes I, <laughs> I hear that a lot from people. No, you know why I say that because it's like you could be an old angry dude. Yeah, like, that sometimes that happens to people. Yeah, I feel like you're sometimes you'll tweet some stuff that you don't understand, but you'll never spew hate. Like nah. you're kind of like, yo, that ain't really me, but I'm out here just smoking. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like or, you can't do that. Like, you, I, like you're a chameleon, the, bro. Yeah, I think the wrong thing to do is hate on what you don't feel or what you don't understand. It's just not for you, mm. and I think that's the best way to move. Like, because, especially in with rap, like, in hip-hop, we often do that. And I think that's where, like, me, like, I'm definitely an MC. Like, that's what I do. That's my craft. That's what I love. Um, You know, I went hard. I went hard with it. I go hard with it and probably will to the day I decide to gracefully bow out. But before that, I'm a I'm I'm a I'm a brown man. I'm a black man. I'm a I'm a I'm a guy from an urban neighborhood. So if I see a young brown man, black man, even a white dude getting money from this shit, even if he's not doing what I'm doing, I'm happy that he don't got to be on the corner. He don't got to rob nobody. He don't got to sell nothing. He don't got to he don't got to no struggle. So even all the dudes who mumble and make shit that I don't fuck with, like that that I don't get, like you know what I'm saying? I just I'm cool, like. I'm a father, though. I got a 19-year-old son. We don't... A lot of music we do agree on, a lot of music we don't agree on. Like, who, you you understand what I'm saying? He, so who, it's kind of... He's, he's... Who's the young boy fucking with? He fucks with a... You got to ask him. I'm going to let him answer that for himself yeah, next we'll bring, time. We'll I'm going we'll to I'm, I'm, I'm bring him back next time let him answer but, that well, for who, himself. Who, who do you like coming out like now, a lot of these young... Uh, you know, because I know, I know you show love, too. You know what I mean? And, and I like a lot of young dudes. Like, you know what I'm saying? I like... You know I love Davies. Yep, yep. Um, Don Q, mm-hmm. of course. Don Q got such a cadence, um, man. His yeah, cadence Rhapsody is, is super ill. Yeah. Um, I seen it with an MCM suit. I was like, damn, Rhapsody out here stunting, You man. know what I mean? Um, I think there's so many dope MCs. I like the, I like Flatbush Zombies. Mm-hmm. Um, I like a whole shitload of people, to be honest with you. Like, you know what I mean? Um, it's even dudes with some of that music I don't really understand, but I like the music. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't really like the, the lyrics because I don't really sure, understand sure. them. I can't say I like what I don't understand, but I like the tempos of the song. I like the beats. I like the hooks. I like some of the cadence and the shit. And some of the shit is cool when you partying. Like, you can't... That plug walk. Yeah, I fuck with that plug walk. Be, you can't... You got to understand your stage and time. Like, I think dudes often get that confused understanding their stage and time. Like, you can't be... From one era, expecting the next era to be like your era. You got to kind of know how to, you know, respect where you're from, hold your morals, hold your principles, hold your ground, stick to who you are, but be, you know, accepting of, of what's the next wave coming in. Like, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But the, my one, my one probably, my probably one issue with the, with this generation is, and not really for my generation, I don't think they understand. I don't think they respect history. And when you don't respect history, people won't respect your history. Mm. So I feel like they're hurting themselves more than they hurting those who came before them. Because it's bigger than it's bigger than 
you as the artist. It's about the craft we do. Like we we whether we we craftsmen, whether you wanna and and this is a this is a this is the thing about us. Like you sure, know what I'm saying? Sure. Hip hop is started kinda as a thing about us. Like sure. you know what I'm saying? So regardless whether you get it or not, you kinda in the same thing. Like you know what I'm saying? So I think it's kinda you just gotta you got you gotta age gracefully and, and do what you do. Like you know what I'm saying? You gotta just stay young at heart, age gracefully. Stick to the craft, and um, I think when you do that, everybody fucks with you anyway. The young people, the old people, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever lane you in. I think whatever lane you in, if you stick to those, you know, stick to that. The, everybody kind of got to, whether they like you or hate you or love you, they got they got to respect you. You know, you you speak about all these years in the game. Who's somebody that you haven't, you know, worked with that you're still wanting to work with? Like producer, artist. That's always hard to say. I, I, I kind of. It's hard to say because sometimes people are making different type of music at different type of time. Sure, sure. I like the, I like the ancestors, the the creators, and the sure. energy of hip hop to just kind of make it happen. Like you know what I'm saying? Like there's kind of I've kind of worked with everybody sure, practically. Sure. I wanted to work with. Um, if there's people I missed, I feel like I'm gonna work with them. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I mean? Um or I feel like music, like with me, music is all about feeling and timing. Sure. Like you know what I'm saying? With me, with me personally as an MC, it's about feeling and timing and, and if I get to do it right there. Like I'm like so I'm kinda with the flow of where the wherever the energy brings me because this this week I might feel like I want to work with him. Then next week, I might sure, feel sure, like I, I want to work with him. And I feel like if I feel like that in my mind as an MC, it's pretty much going to happen. But every time I'm asked that, I pretty much really draw a blank because sure, all no, the no. people I wanted to work with are dead, really. Sure. Like I would have loved to work with Marvin Gaye and Curtis. I, mean, I would have loved to work with Marvin, Curtis, and just all the greats are just not... they either dead or not in my time period sure. doing things. like You know what I mean? So... James Brown, mm, mm. you know, just legendary. Yeah, shit that Iconic. was even out the box, out of out outside of music, like outside of my genre of music. Like you know what I mean? Just to even be a fly on the wall and sit in the studio and just be able to put some shit together with. I just like soulful music. Really, anybody who's soulful, even even the young dude who's not on yet, who's sitting here listening to this interview, who didn't sure. make it to the game yet, but he's like. His soul is like on a million percent. I want to work with him if it if the music and the time fits right. So really, whoever's soulful that I didn't work with yet. Sure. You know, one thing I admire, and I think maybe people would love to know, the locks, legendary, right? You think about the locks, right? So so, so important to so many people, especially from New York. Motherfuckers, yeah. like that D-block shit where like people... Yeah. Listen, okay? It we was made serious. our bones, man. Exactly. We made but our bones. But what I'm saying is, most boy, like, you think about it, like, boy like boy bands, like, when you think about, like, singing boy bands, nobody sticks together. Mm-hmm. How the fuck has the Locks been able to stay together all these years and not, like, you I over here? I think boy bands, rap groups, hip-hop groups, I think they didn't come in with a code. You know what I mean? I think it's easy to lose yourself when you don't come in with a code. When you not and, and a lot of people like if Sheik was here, we said a lot of these dudes are put together and you think they're a group, but they're not really a group. Like, like I like they wondering what's going like on with my family and my peoples and vice versa. When no music, 
like no music there. Like we came in broke. We came in knowing how to split a pizza many ways and more than just us three. I'm talking about all dudes in the crew. We know how to, we get a pie and make that shit work for how many other dudes it is. You get five chains and some rice, wing to everybody or two wings and you, you, that, that's just that's just how the cold goes like you know what I mean that's just the principle anything that lasts or stays strong or that stands the test of time got some kind of cold to it like you know what I mean like um and I think I think I think men in I think men in general young boys children to young boys to teenage boys to men the one thing that you need is until you you hit a certain level where your mind is cool, you need this male camaraderie. And I think we kind of understood that, but you need it to be real. Like, you know what I mean? Or you don't need it. Like, you better off on your own being sure. known if you don't have that. So if you're with somebody and you're working with them every day and you, you want to grind, y'all share the same vision, you do the same things, and then you get to, a, get to, the, get to that vision, there's nothing that should be able to break that. It's like the mob. It's like the army. It's sure. like a baseball team. It's like, it's like that. You can't go out breaking that. Like whatever qualms you have with each other, that's for y'all to handle. Like men and brothers behind doors. Like you know what I'm saying. Whether well, it's however it goes. Like you know what I mean. But that's not for the. I think people don't respect each other enough as brothers. First, beyond don't the money shouldn't be able to break your brotherhood like you know uh, uh, women shouldn't be able to break your brotherhood like um you mentioned two of the most all, things all that do that, that that's what yeah, that's sure. what usually does it for dudes so it's kind of like you got to kind of know how to build that like you know what i'm saying and just be wise about how you move and have a code like you know what i mean we came we came in we came into this game being from Yonkers New York sure. that wasn't being shouted out like you know what i mean so we had put that, YO on the map. We had to put that on the map and have it stamped. So we said we was coming in a certain way. We said we was going out a certain way, and we sticking to the code, man. And that's the format. That's the foundation, and we, we can't let that break for nobody. No, no money, no labels, no, sure. no nothing should be able to break that your, your love for your brother. Like you sure. know what I mean? L O X. You know, you, you grew up. You grew up with your, your mother and father. Yeah. Um, Not in the same household. Okay, so they were divorced at an early age. Yeah, yeah. But you had a good relationship with pops. Yeah, I love my pops. God bless him. Yeah, he passed a couple years ago. Rest but in that peace. was a, a great man. That's the coolest when guy ever. When you say he's a great knew. man, what, like because how cool he was and just how honorable he was and just, I, I guess I learned a lot from him for how much he taught me and not, you know, because he wasn't able to he he wasn't able to give me a lot financially, mm. but the jewels he gave me in life was. Way, you know, Obviously money could have never could right? fill it in. So, great man, I appreciate him. Now you have a nineteen-year-old son. Yes, um, sir. You know, have Noah? You, yeah, shouts to Noah. Have you? Have you? Prof E T. Okay, I like yeah. that. Yeah, he be working, man. He on Nickelback. You heard the Nickelback EP? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he produced the track on there. Look at this, getting him in the game early, man. This guy's yeah. getting producer credits. Yeah, he was on the Vibes track. He was on a couple joints. I like that. Yeah, Keep it working, in the family. Man. He's working, man. You, you know, is there things that you taught him maybe that you that your father taught you or you feel like, are you, you know how we always try to be better than, say, our parents were? I mean, you have a lot to say about yeah. how great your father was. I think I think that's the main thing. You just try to, you know, about just having a principle, a code, just a way to treat people, a way to treat yourself. And you learn as you grow. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's certain things... I'm going to tell him now that he's not going to listen to anyway. True. And then there's a lot that he I feel will the listen same way to. My daughter, and, yeah. Like you know what I mean. So you got to kind of understand 
as the path goes, because that's why I say my pops was the coolest, because there was times in my life where I was a complete idiot and, like, mm-hmm. asshole and ignorant. I was telling me in a cool way, all right, you... You want to choose to do that now, but it's not wise. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's going to turn around and bite you on your ass. But here's what you do after it bites you on your ass. So I always respected my pops from being cool and telling me about, you know, Keep just it real about being you. family. Like, you know what I mean? My pops will always call me and be like, yo, did you call your moms? Like, you know what I mean? Sure. And they've been divorced for years and all that. But, yo, you check up on your mom. You check up on your how you and your wife doing. You know, my pops would come over, sit in the crib, watch TV, Sundays, do all that, eat, relax. So we had a real, you know, a cool, cool tight bond. Yeah, now, you know, that's important because it's like, it's funny because it's like I look at you and the one thing that sticks out to me is purity. Like, I yeah. always feel like you've been you gotta a pure... got to keep it 100. I feel like you've always that's been important. a pure dude, right? A G. That's very important. A G, but like almost like we're like... I feel like, you know, sometimes like some of the people we looked up to in our generation... Like, oh, you can't cry or you can't have yeah. feelings. I feel like you, you got to be able to do everything in yeah, life. You As a out. man, nobody nobody could stop you from being you. Like, you know what I mean? I think that's what a lot of us do wrong. Like, you can't let nobody be like, yo, you know. I lost the daughter, I cried. I lost yeah. the father, I cried. It makes me, when I think about it, it makes me teary. I think about my brother. Loss supposed to make you feel like that. You don't got to be so super tough for anybody. That's what it's supposed to make you a little jittery. That don't make. That don't mean I'm not going to crack you if you cross me. Like, that's where people get in. Like, you cross me, I'm going to crack you. I'm, yeah. I'm certainly going to crack you. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to hope not to crack you. And if it's not too violent, I'm going to be like, yo, come get a juice, chill out. I don't want to crack you. Get some turmeric. <laughs> yeah, get all that. I don't want to crack you. But, you know, I think that's a big, a big part of things because a lot of us lose and we don't know how to deal with loss. Yeah. And it's like we want to be so tough that we don't want to cry thinking of the people we lost. You know, That's you, not really honoring them if you no, really no, want to cry. Like, you know what I'm saying? If you want to cry, fuck it, cry. Like, it ain't going to make you a little less... ain't going to make you less of a man. And crying ain't going to make you more of a man, neither. You mentioned it's before... You're just crying. There's water in your body dropping out. Let it come out. you got a little emotional, yeah. You, you mentioned before gangster. Yeah. The two differences where people say G-A-N-G-S-T-E-R mm-hmm. and then G-A-N-G-S-T-A, yeah. right? You know, people like the diff- people. Sometimes people don't understand the differences of that. You know, I, well, a gangster is just a er. I think I think the a is just typical and stereotypical, and a common thug wants to be a gangster. I think you have to earn to be a gangster with an er at the end. Mm-hmm. I think you have to be classy. You have to be a gentleman. You have to have a code about yourself that just most people won't come with. Like you know what I mean? Like I like. Like you say, like some gangsters, er, like a gangster with an A at the end wouldn't know how to handle when something happens to one of his, and he just knows how to do one thing. Like you know what I mean? The er at the end knows how to do that one thing, and in case he has to sit down and talk to somebody, he knows how to sure. do that also. Sure. That's important. Like you know what I'm saying? Being able to delegate a conversation in a logical way. An environment that's dangerous and hazardous, full of violent males, full of testosterone that came up in a hostile environment is important. Like, you know what I mean? And I think you got to be always be able to, like, the the, the the hardest part of a man is his mind. Mm. Is his mind. So if you don't have a hard mind and you don't know how to, like, like you know sometimes you're out of pocket or you're out of bounds or you're out of your territory or somebody has the upper hand, like... 
you gotta you gotta be smart enough to let your ego fall back and let your mind overcome that. And the gangster with the air at the end really does that or knows that because his ego's too involved. You know, speaking about like it's funny, we're going back and forth from music industry to rap to to business. You know, I want to go back to business for a second. You have uh, Juices for Life. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's it's four shops you have already. Yeah. But one thing you mentioned something about franchising. Yeah. And and because I was like, yo, are you going to franchise? Or are you going to do more shops? What, what what's people's mis misconception about franchise? I think the one thing people don't know when when something is franchises franchise that is federally regulated. So it's like when you go to any McDonald's, the number one is the same, a number two is the same, and it's supposedly made the same every single one. We had juices for life, all the juiceologists, the chefs, the juicers. Mm. You know, they got a certain their own touch with making the juice. I love that, juice. the juiceologists. Yeah, they got their own touch or their certain hand with making the juice. You know what I mean? You you may ask me for an apple, an apple lemon kale. Like, you know what mm. I mean? Mm. I may use a little more kale in the next guy. He may use a more, little more apples. Somebody may use a more, little more lemons. Now, eventually, we're going to take our time and go through our vast menu because we have maybe over 200 and some recipes. Mm. Maybe one, you know, soon we'll sit down and figure out a way to say, all right, we're going to make this one that way, this one that way. But to Lynn, we like to have it. Maybe we have an indoor contest within ourselves for each juice. I like that. And then, you know, figure something out from there. Standardize everyone after whoever wins it. Listen, for people listening at home that are like me, I'm ha- I call myself half-ass healthy, but I'm trying. That's balanced. Right? But I'm trying, right? That's good. But here's the thing. What is, what, what's your suggestion that someone's starting off with? Like, meaning, like, what type of green juice should they order? Like, to, like somebody listening now that's saying, I would like, say I would say pick the green you like if you like a green vegetable. I would say, you know what, to make it easy. If you're starting off, like me, I like to jump in the shit head first. Mm, mm. So I Talk would, about it. I, I, I would, um, you know what I mean? I'm gung-ho and shit. I would go with an all-green juice. Mm. So I would I would do like a kale, a spinach, parsley, celery. But I would just throw a green apple and a green lime in it. Mm. You know what I mean? So you got all your greens right there. You got veggies. And in case you, you can't take all the veggies, you got the... The tartness from the um, lime and the green apple to cut off all the veggie taste, and you good. I get used to that. Then I start ducking the green apple or the lime. You know, it's. It, I remember hearing you say that you credit uh, juicing to changing your temperament. Definitely. You know, do you do you juicing think that juicing well. can lower crime? Honestly, do you think you know? Yeah. No, I seriously not being funny. <laughs> I'm, but I'm joking. I believe. But, I, mean, I, believe juice, I believe juicing and eating clean definitely could lower crime. Lower violence, lower racism, lower um, domestic violence, domestic abuse. Why is that? Why, why do you say that? Um, your temperament becomes a little more cooler. Like, you know what I mean? Sure. You're not, um, you're just kind of intaking the energy of plants. Like, you know what I mean? And, and fruits. Like, you know, fruits and plants ain't wilding. Like, you know what I mean? If, um, they grow, they rot, they die. It's a process, but they ain't got eyes or heart. Mm. Soul, like you know what I mean. I mean tortured or killed I mean, tortured in certain ways. Killed, like you know what I and mean. And cancerous, like yeah, you know what I mean. So all of those things, you hitting it right on the head. I think I don't know. So like, how many times have you seen a fucking vegan go on a murder spree? When's the last time you seen a vegan running somewhere and beat people up? It's like you know they maybe come off obnoxious and like 
they're super knowledgeable, but like, when was the last time you seen a tree hugger go ape shit wild? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah, he's a tree hugger. I'm a tree hugger. I, I'm not knocking nobody. Yeah. I, I'm classified. I class myself as a tree hugger, granola person, whatever the fuck they call them people. I'm down with them too. I just bring the balance to the other shit in case, you know, whatever. Now, now you know, you, you look at it, you're also on doing TV stuff on one uh, own network. It's called yeah, Black shout Love. Out, shout out to Black Love. Um, yeah, me and my wife. Shout out to my wife. Azure, we on there. Oh man, she. I, I love seeing y'all together. But more importantly, you know, I mean, I was married. I'm divorced. Um, you Shit know, happens. I mean, listen, you know. But I will say this: How do? And I know people ask this, and, and and it doesn't matter if you're divorced or married. You could always give advice. But how do you? How have you stayed together for so long, especially in this business? And what I mean is there's a lot of temptations in this business. There's a lot of fake shit in this business. Yeah. I think going going through shit, trials and tribulations, and growing with a person. I think always, I always had in my mind, and that's another reason I say my, my father, um, God bless him, and he always told me, he like, um, if you're going to do something and you're going to have a family, be a family, man. You know what I'm saying? Don't have a family and not be a family, man. Like, you know what I mean? Don't run out here just being, you know, and it, what he told me fitted in also with being a gangster. G-S, G-A-N-G-S-T-E-R. Kind of was like, I didn't want to have a seed and my seed felt like I wasn't proud enough. Like, you know what I'm saying? Or a certain way, like I'm not about family. And I think I always wanted to be kind of man, like if to start a dynasty. Mm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Maybe I won't. I may fail on the way, but to start it is to keep it going and to be. Because most people who have successful families are about family. Like most successful people in life have some sort of family foundation. And I think in hip hop, we don't broadcast or it's not super egotistical or cool looking to really be like, yo, I'm married, this and that. Like, and, you know, or, so or it's the kinda, same like healthy. Like, yeah, you, were saying, like, you know, mm-hmm. so that don't kind of fit in the, the normal hip hop script. But sometimes you got to go beyond the script and what other people are looking at, what's comfortable for you and your life. Because you ain't going to die with them people. Like, you know what I'm saying? Unless y'all in an accident somewhere together. And, like, other people's views cannot, they shouldn't be moving you. Like, it got to be you moving you on how you feel about your family. So I think me and my wife, we just kind of, you know, we cool. Like, like, that's who fits me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. She understands me. She digs me. I ain't really got to... We got to communicate, like, you know what I mean? It definitely got to talk, but I ain't got to explain who I am and how mm. I am to her. Mm. She gets in, and I think as a male, especially in this industry, that's important. And as a working man, not even just, just as a as an entrepreneur, fuck rap. Like, as an entrepreneur, you want somebody, and as a, as a, as a person with a business mind who's looking like, yo, I want to be a successful, healthy businessman. Like, when I die, I want to have created something and left something behind some sort of legacy. I think you need a foundation. One, you you need the whole package. You need a you need a lady you could count on and trust, and somebody. And plus, my my wife was was there with me and for me when I was fucked up and broke. For mm-hmm. me, that meant a lot. Like you know what I mean? Horrendous times. So how could I? You know how could I duck that for somebody? Sure, I sure. would never know if they really love me sure, for me. Because sure. they may never see love that. Me for yeah. me for me. You know what I mean? And then two. You need solid homies. You need some some homies with you where you can say, if we're going to start something, we ain't going to break up over no shit, whether it's music, whatever kind of business. And then you need a sense of self, like, you know what I mean, of who you are and what you want. 
And I think when you have those three things, that kind of works for your life in general. Like, you know what I'm saying? But in key, my relationship works because we laugh. We laugh and we have fun. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's my, we friends first. Like, you know what I mean? I'm, I, 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 I tell her personally, I'll tell her this. And if they, I'm not the greatest husband. I, that I'm not. Like, you know what, what, do you, what I mean? What do you mean by that? What do you say? Like, I think, I think I'm a workhorse and I'm an entrepreneur. Like, mm. you know, I'm, a, mm. I'm, a, I'm, I'm out there. So I'm not as... And I come from a rough background, so I'm not as great with, great, great with communication as, as I should be. Sure, I don't sure, pay. Sure, I don't pay. Do you challenge yourself? I don't, I don't pay attention as. Yeah, definitely. I try. I try very hard, and I'm gonna continue to try. I don't pay attention as much as I should, but we're great friends. Like you know what I'm saying. Mm. And I try. I think that that kind of fills in all the other gaps when you're friends, because you could. When it gets down to it, there's a. There's a genuine care for each other no matter what. No matter which way it goes, how it goes, if it goes. Like, I always tell my, like, if I was to get the, God forbid, but if my wife was to leave me or something was to ever happen, I would never get married again. Sure, sure. I would never, ever, sure. ever in a million years get married again. Sound like me. There's too much of a, it's too much shit to go through to, yeah, to, yeah. when you got that certain, for me. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Just for me, particularly with the life I live. So I, I guess... I just look at it like this is what we got. This is what we do. We grind together. This is a person I don't really got to say much who could kind of understand my thoughts. Sure, sure. This is a person I could count on to do Been something that I would you do down. if I wasn't there. Like, you know what I mean? Sure. So, you know what I mean? I think that's a. this is somebody um, I have children with. You know, one physically, one biologically, mm-hmm. one not biologically, one here, one not here, but... This is a bond we always created and always said we family no matter what. And our extended family is family, and you go through shit and family get through it. You know, sometimes we, we with marriage or with family, um, I'm sure you had a lot of um, highs and a lot of lows. Obviously, sure. she was there for the lows. For sure. When, when, when you had those highs, how, how did you celebrate them? Like meaning, like when you got like a big check coming, you know, or when I think I think when you married, or when you not even when you married, because when you got a bond with somebody, celebration comes for for all the time for almost everything. Like you know sure. what I'm saying? That's worth smiling over. Like you know what I mean? And um, even bad shit sometimes. Even bad shit happening. You got to be like, you know what? We got to take this on the chin, sure, accept sure, this. Sure. And I think that's what. As for me, as a male, as a bond, I need somebody with the to be able to see something I can't see. Some sometimes I have a temperament to tell me things that I know is right that I can't bring myself to grips with right away. So I think you kind of you you need kind of a balance, especially when you're in a field of of the field we in. Like you know what I'm saying. Anything as a as a successful businessman, you want somebody that's there. That kind of understands you. That's your friend. Like, you know what I'm saying? No matter, no matter what, that's going to be your friend. Yeah. No, that means a lot. Listen, Internet's man, we're sitting here with my guy, Styles P, SP yes, the Ghost. Yo, we have any, you have any early nicknames that we didn't know of or, or that people call you by? Dave Styles. Dave Styles. <laughs> yeah, my high <laughs> school what, name is more that, like that, Dave That's Styles. what the teachers were calling yeah. you. Yo, any, um, teach, any teachers front on you or they believe in you when you were in school? Um... Because we need to fucking, we need to go check no, them out I right didn't, now. I always, you know, I was fortunate enough to always get the teachers that tell me um, I was never I was never reaching my fullest potential. All mm. that I was too smart and too cocky for my own good and to, like, try to harness and humble it. I always pretty much had, 
I was I was ignorant too in high school. I was like the cool ignorant kid. Like mm. I always was kind of like a nerd, but like ghetto. Yeah, sure, like, sure, you know sure, I mean? sure. So it's kind of like I'm smart. Like I was the kid who didn't do no homework, but would just come in and get an A on the <laughs> test. Like sure. so, I had my shit. I would like strategize. Like I'm not. I'm gonna cut this class. I'm gonna cut this class. <laughs> um, strategize. Cut. I could do a couple homeworks. I get an A on here, B on here. I know I passed the class with a C. And they knew I was doing that, and everybody was always like, you know, but it was like, let me do this. I'm trying to make a rhyme. I'm trying. I'm thinking of this. I'm thinking of that. So I think I pretty much, you know, I, I pretty much had cool teachers, and I had some dickheads, too, that probably, pretty much didn't think I would make sure, it. But, sure. you, you know, some people don't always supposed to. And as you get older, you kind of, yeah, I wish I could apologize to whoever I was a dickhead to in my past. Well, but why? 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 And it, because sometimes, you know, people deserve that. Because sometimes a negative brings on a negative. Like, you mm, know what I mean? Mm. Somebody could have been in a positive mood. And if your energy, you have a big, if you have a big energy and someone else has like a energy is not as big as yours. Like, you know what I'm saying? They don't come in with that presence like you. And then you want a negative flow. You may make the whole room negative. Sure. No, you could have made the home room positive. So I'm pretty sure there's times in my life I did that, which, I mean, makes you who you are, though. But, you know, whoever I was a dickhead to in the past, unnecessarily. Sure. We apologize. Pardon self. You know, you went to school with Sheik and, and Kiss, right? Yeah, for sure. Anybody else in the industry? Um, not just Sheik and I Kiss? I mean, of, it was... It, it, not that I could think off the top of my obviously head. Obviously, it was amazing you went to school with them because of what you yeah. formed. I mean... Yeah. But but you know I mean listen internet okay we're sitting here we're talking about marriage talking about entrepreneurship talking about the industry talking about twenty years in the game talking about juicing talking about being fucking healthy okay we talk about that brine shout out to my guy what's I didn't even Bro, know you fuck with grillos, uh, uh, grillos pickles like grillos, that man pickles yeah they ain't whole foods I don't do the hot spicy ones I do the normal ones mm-hmm. you have a lot of garlic and a lot of the Italian premium yeah shit is right. Listen, I fucks with them. Internet, small world, man. It's That's crazy. It's crazy. It's a very I, I, small world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those th- those dudes are doing their thing. But internet, listen, we're sitting here with my friend, my guy, a good fella, gangster, G A N G S T E R. Yes, okay? sir. Okay, don't get it confused. It ain't an A at the end. I mean, not nothing against the A's, but uh, this is this is by code. This is longevity. My yeah. brother Styles P's in the building. Yes, don't sir. Don't go nowhere. Be right back. Hey, this is Josh Kesselman, the founder of Raw Rolling Papers, and you are listening to the one and only badass motherfucking Premium Pete Show. (laughs) And we're back, sitting here with my guy, Styles P, the one and only SP, the motherfucking ghost. Yes, sir. Ghost and Pac-Man. Listen, you you good at Pac-Man? Nope. (laughs) You play video games? You play video games at all? Not no more. Really? Yeah. Yo, I love the uh, movie shit you're doing. It's the nice. real. I fuck with it's the real, man. I love it's the real. Those are my guys. Yeah, I I, I, I Ian J, I call them. Oh yeah, most definitely. I love Eric and Jeff. Yeah, shout out. Good good people. I love that. I, I love yeah. that you continue to be a chameleon. Real talk. Not only Got just to. just 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 yourself. I love that. More yeah. importantly, what we talked about before too is is in the music business. You know, obviously it's changed since you came in. Yeah. I mean, how, how how have you been able to adapt to? You know, obviously, it's not you. You're not on a big label. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you got Rock Nation. How's Rock Nation been for you? Pretty good. Can't yeah. complain at all. Okay, it's funny to see the locks over on Rock Nation. It's funny to see like Jim Jones wearing a, a, a Rock Nation hat. You know, business is but, business. But, yeah, right. See, that's what I mean. We got to start doing business. Mm. We got a rock. Sh- we got a partnership with Rock Nation, which has been a pretty dope partnership. I can't complain. Um, you know. 
beautiful company, beautiful guys. We came sure, in with them sure, guys, man. Sure, sure. Hats off to what they do. You we, know what I mean? Beautiful we think about, people to be in business with. Of course, of course. I mean, it, and they have a good foundation there. You know, what do you think about uh, independent? Like, you know, meaning like you said that you, who'd you go through this time uh, with? Uh, with, with Nickelback? Yeah. With Nickelback, I went through me. Okay. I went through me. How is that you versus I mean? being on a label? Because you've been like where they had big advances, big video I mean, advances. To- I feel like it's all how you work everything as an artist. Like, I think you got to plan and have a structure. Like, at this point, like, you you know, you want to have a just the idea of what you're doing. Like, sometimes majors is a good look, but independence is, is a way better look financially. So it kind of all works out depending on who you are, what you want, what you're looking for, how you structure it. And a lot of artists don't know that, like, a lot of shit is up for re- renegotiation or negotiation from top. Like, you know what I mean? So you got to know how to negotiate, try to get what you want out of things. And um, pretty much, I look at business as business, man. Like, you know sure. what I mean? Like, um, I don't think I look at the independent game how everybody else looks at it. I think I have a little more inside knowledge of the independent game. Mm-hmm. And so... What I do you kinda, mean by that? I think the average person looks at the independent artist as like it's a um like it's a bad thing. It's a step down from majors if they don't understand the industry. Sure, I don't think the un- independent artists usually don't get the looks that major artists get. But it's it's kind of like if you go to if you go to let's put it in layman's terms real quick, just so we don't stick on this conversation for long. Like you could say if you're a reputable reputable artist who has uh, a core fan base or a solid background or a solid fan base or just a kind of foundation you you standing on. Now, if you got bread to pay radio or to pay somebody to, like, push your single, you kind of don't need a major. Like, you know what I'm saying? Sure. And then if you could go somewhere and get a... to a good distributor and get an 80-20 split, that is very lucrative than you being on a majors and with a 360 is all I'm going to put it. With somebody in your pocket off of everything you do every time. Now, just think about it. You having 80% of everything that goes out to somebody. If you're in the majors, I don't even know how much you're getting right now off your album. I doubt it's even $3. Sure, sure, sure. Just to be honest, I doubt it's $3. I think I'm really jumping out the window and being extremely high with the $3. I just don't know nowadays because, you know, shit is different. But you got to know how to make structure your deal and what you're getting out of it, how you're getting it, what you're doing. And there's some people you do want to, if you do want, sometimes you might want a major look for a nice bag real quick because it's just something you know you're going to do real quick. And then you're going to, you know, I think it's all what kind of business person you are and how you want to do business. Sure. You think about advancements too. Back in the day, like video, what was your biggest videos that the, the locks did or even Styles P? What was the advancement on some of those? Because the, the like, videos back then were the. Whew. Do you remember the your biggest video crazy. for stop, for uh, locks? It was up there. It wasn't a million dollars, but we had sure, like a sure. high upper thousands of dollar videos. A couple, all the budgets for videos was big that back then. You were spending days on the set, <laughs> spending like two days on the set and shit like that, and flying all kind of shit in, and wardrobe was crazy and. Everybody spending a lot of thousands on wardrobe. What about private stuff? jets? What, do you remember the first time you ever been on a private jet? Mm-hmm. Like honestly, the reason why I say that for is I because I do because we smoked on it. Yeah, it was with Diddy and we lit up. First thing I asked the pilot, "Can I get high up here?" And what do you say? Yeah. 
<laughs> so I got high that high in the air, you know, on the thing. So it was a, a pretty dirty. And that was real young. Like, you know what I mean? Sure. So that's the one thing about Diddy. I did, like, everything that everybody brags about. You've really been doing that shit forever. And I did all that shit when I was young with him. So it's like just, you know, a lot of shit you look at, like, oh, wow. Yeah. Nothing changes. The reason why I say that for is because, you know. Nothing new under the sun. Ex exactly. Under the moon, bro. Exactly. But, you know, even knowing where you came from and, and coming yeah. from the bottom and then being on a private jet, I think there's some things that, you, you know, I'm not saying you get mesmerized by the shit, but there's some shit that you got to be like, wow, this is. This I is, think yeah. everything, I feel like everything is hip. Everything glorious that happens to you, you got to be like, wow, bye. But you got to remember where you're from. Sure. And you got to stay humble. Because I think the one thing in hip-hop we do is make people who don't live a luxurious lifestyle or have a luxurious lifestyle or even a upper-middle-class lifestyle, we make them feel like, like if you're not living that lifestyle, you're not living. Like, And I think there's a fine line you got to walk between both where you have to be very appreciative, but you have to be very humble. And remember what it feels like to ride the train, the public bus, mm. be hungry, mm. need rent, lights cut off. Because the average dude in the hood can't afford a used car. Like, you know, can't sure, go to the sure. used car dealer right now. Or insurance. Just go buy a used car and just regular normal shit. So I, I stay wild, but I think those are the times I also remember to stay humble too. Like, you know what I mean? So I, so I don't never get too too cocky or big-headed. What about, like, you traveled the world, obviously. I mean, you performed all over the world. What's some of your favorite places that you've been to? I don't know, because when you're traveling now, I think I take in everything as a different experience from a small town in USA, like, you know what I'm saying, to to being on a, an island somewhere, to being in the UK, to being in Norway or Belgium or Switzerland or mm. Germany it's all an experience or island one way or the other like you know everything's a, a different experience on a, on sometimes a minimal scale sometimes on a, a maximum scale so it's kind of like every day it's kind of just living in the moment and appreciating the now and sometimes I appreciate shit I don't I didn't appreciate then mm. looking mm. back at it like like you know what I'm saying like, sure, not sure. to say I didn't appreciate it but the to say, damn, I did that all them years ago. That that shit was crazy. Like, and you look back and be like, wow, I appreciate being able to just go see that place and have a memory sure. of going there and just sure. being able to have that time or be around these people. Just sometimes, as an MC, I'm just in awe of being a, making it in rap. To be honest with sure, you, like sure. more than anything, just like wow, like because a lot of people are nice at rap like you know what I'm saying there's a lot of dudes who's like super nice that won't ever make it or get the chance to make it so it's kind of like it's like an elite for me especially at the time I came in it was the elite thing to be able to do like you know what I mean and to be noticed and recognized and people say you good good at it like you know what sure, I mean sure. that shit was like fucking appreciate you like it's amazing like it's, that shit is wowing it's astonishing even to this day, you know, to get to get love from your peers and doing what you love to do is probably the most always, you know, always. Fuck it, I can't say it. It's all good. Put you in awe. The thing that puts me in awe the most, owing thing, like you know what I mean, more than I guess visiting places. Because when I visit places, I feel like I don't visit it as an artist. Sure. I try to take the artist me out of it. Like anytime I'm traveling and I'm on a plane or I'm anywhere. 
I'm just regular styles, not not styles like hip hop artists. Sure. I'm trying to like really breathe in the culture and just wherever I'm at. But as an artist, the most humbling shit is just to be recognized as an artist from other dope artists saying your shit is dope. Do you remember moments where like people you looked up to, you know, all com- the time. coming into a game that that acknowledged you? Do Sticks you remember? in my head like, vividly what? all the Can time. You, from you, from do you know who? Everybody. Like who? Who? Like every it's big for one. Like you know what I'm saying, being acknowledged from big, and then even to this day, being that's somebody coming into the game that so a peer that was older than me that took us under the wing and gave us jewels, then it'd be acknowledged by somebody like the future, like Dave East and Don Q, sure, to get love from them. Like, sure. So it's, as an OG, it's a, as an OG, it's a very very humbling thing. Like you know what I mean? It just says people respect you for your craft, and and people that you respect and that you could respect what they do because I'm humbled by it because it makes me go because I'm 43 eventually sure, sure. I'm going to be like yo I'm fuck this shit I'm out I'm <laughs> you know I'm coming off the bench all the time or just call me for occasional things so to at least not put in a little work to where somebody like like East and, and Don Q and you know um, dudes like Hattie Racks and just young dudes from other places that's not even from my town like you know what I'm saying sure Fuck with me, it's just it's, pen, it's, pen game it's, is serious. It's humbling, like you know what I mean. Yeah, I don't write anything. I <laughs> seen what he was going. All in the mind. I don't write it. No, no, well, no. I, no, but I, you... I say more like I do write it, but I just don't physically write it. Like you know what I mean. And I don't let, like when people ask me that. It's not a bragging thing with me, because really, if I could write, I would write. To be honest yeah, with yeah, you, yeah. I, like. But I, there's a lot of thing. artists that don't do that. Yeah, that, that, you know, mine's comes out. Of, I just. When I was younger, it was like too offbeat on bit. I would look at the paper, lose the whole rhyme, the rhythm of it. I was always trying to run around, stock job, hustling, and all that. So it kind of just comes for me easier to not write it because I'm kind of writing it in my mind. I just got a joint in a dark room. And it's kind of like I just use the technique from being at school with memorizing a speech. It's kind of easier when it's your own speech. You're just saying a line, and the next line's coming, and then you just say them lines over and then sometimes it just flows and then sometimes that shit come and you don't you know that's why I say hip hop is a weird thing when you know MC because sometimes it come from a come from a I don't know your ancestors your guides sometimes it's just there you just the beat was on you light a joint the room's dark and in a matter of minutes and moments you have a rhyme what would you say is the smartest decision you ever made in your career or or some of it doesn't have to be one um, I don't know if I made it yet because I still have a career. But thus far, I would say my smartest decision is um being me. Mm. Just always honoring myself. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's, um, Been through ups and downs, trials and tribulations for it, but it's, it's earned me, a, earned me a, a spot as an MC and it's earned mm. me the, a, respect a, a, the very respect. Respect. Well respect of people and a respect to get enough to get a people's ear to even get them to start thinking about taking a juice so you know for me that's cool enough mm. you know what man in, in, in your artistry as being an MC man I mean there's so many fucking quotes that that you know I, I gotta go over some cause there's so many let's see how many you remember that you have said they say blood is thicker than water only in certain cases you need water to live you, you know, learn that in the basics. basics. Yeah. Styles P. Let's keep on going, man. 
My life is a blunt to the head, a prayer for the dead. Run around my hustling. Life. Yeah, that's my life. Scared of the feds. They say death is eternal sleep, but the only thing you is. You ain't really sure you ain't, if you, ain't prepare, sure if you prepare for the bed. Yo, let's keep on going with some of these lyrics, man. It's family first for me and then business. So the family has got to know what's going on with the business. You ready for this? My heart seems colder than March, but on the flip side of things, it's still warmer than June. What the fuck does that mean? My heart's cold, but on the flip side, it's nice and warm like June. March <laughs> is cold, June's warm. Said, My mean- heart's like both on the flip side, though. Like, you know, I don't know. I just say I just say what comes to me, man. Well, cool. I just get high and um I'm a lyricist. I'm an MC. Like, you know what I mean? I think I think MC I think MC and we have I think for me, MCs are poets that were blessed with being rhythmatic. Like, you mm. know what I mean? Mm. Like that that's sure, I feel sure. like I'm just a rhythmatic poet. Like, you know what I mean? Uh poets poets if we were if we were if we were back in the days. We'd have been philosophers. Sure, like, you sure, know what I'm saying? Sure. So, me, I just take it with a... I just like to mix it all in, man. I just like to have fun. I like the beat to talk to me. I like to... I, I like to let my rage out. I like to let my conscience out. I like to let my laughter out. I like to let... I like to try to deep... You know, think deep and, and show people I think deep. And sure, just sure. try to relate it in a, in a way, in, you know, in a... In a rhyme form that they could kind of relate to or kind of understand. I, I just rhyme, like you know what I mean. To be honest with you, I just I love rhyming. Like I love. I, I'm thankful for my mother for um, shout out to my mother for always bringing me to the library when I was younger, like instilling instilling books in me, instilling mm. a love of words because my love of words come from my mom. Like you know what I mean. Um, she always had a book. She always played music in a crib, all genres. But more than that, she always made sure that I read. Like, you know what I mean? Mm, mm, mm. And um, I enjoyed reading. And I think from enjoying reading became my love for words. And then being in the hood and hip-hop coming on the scene sure, with the love sure, of all that sure. was just kind of like I was built to MC, sort of. Sure. Internets, make sure you play music in the crib for your kids. But more importantly, make sure you, you make them read. Let's continue yeah. with some of these amazing, amazing lyrics from the one and only SP Styles P. Uh, I didn't cut no corners. I just gave it my heart and soul. I mean, there's so many weird like Murdoch thinking like Hannibal, man like face, but I'm wild like B A. Is that Mr. T? Yeah, okay. B A Baracus. Yeah, B A Baracus. Shit, man. Yo, I would never sell my soul for cars and gold. Mm-mm. You remember these quotes? Do you remember yeah. the, the, these lyrics? Mm-hmm. Some of them. I mean, family is more important than anything in life. Family is. Important than my crew, D-Block, my rap career, anything. It's the most important aspect of a person's life. I like this one, too. Young black men had an opportunity to make money that they never made, that they had never made before. So why not be flashy? I'm not mad at the flesh. It just needs to be balanced. Yeah. Mm. You're supposed to be flashy. Mm. Like, the one thing, I, I, I feel like you if that's in your character... Like, you know, I'm a low person, but even I like flash. Even mm. I like... Sure, sure. I, I like I love nice shit. I like low nice shit. Like, you know what I mean? I think when you're good at something or you're great at something, don't be scared to be great and don't be scared of the, of the trinkets and the nice things that come with it. But have that balance. Like, have that balance of, 
remembering before you had it. Like, you know what I mean? Don't ever forget what got you there. I think people often forget what got them there, and that's where you where you lose. Like, you know what I mean? Because in this game, what keeps you what keeps you this is a young man's game. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Rap is a, a young man's game. But let me ask you now, something. And, and not to cut you off, but why do you feel, and, and I've heard this before, but like this genre, this hip hop, mm-hmm. is like a young man's game. Because some of these other genres, like pop or, or rock and roll, aren't necessary young man's games. Not at all. I ain't finished what I was saying. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, I'm listening. That's what I'm saying. This is, rap is a young man's game. Now, if you're lucky enough, I always say if you're lucky enough to turn that hobby into a job, into a career, and become legendary at it, there's very few who get to do that. That means you're special at the young man's game. Basketball's a young man's sure, game. Sure, sure, sure. Boxing's a young man's game. Anything that's a rap is a verbal contact sport. Like, you know what I mean? Sure. Not so much nowadays, but it, it still is a sport. It was built on a lot it's of It's still that. a sport. So at the end of the day, anything that's sport. That's that's sporty or, you know, is a young man's game. And then the greats become the stay in the game and become play old. Like, you know what I mean? So I I think you just got to be grateful to be able to play the game. Like, I'm grateful to be able to play the game this long and still be relevant. Like, you know what I mean? It's sometimes like, oh, shit. Like, them young boys still fuck with me. Like, you, you know what I mean? I'm still cool with all the young dudes. They still, you know what I mean? Like... I'm grateful for that shit. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very thankful for that shit. I'm, I'm, I'm thankful when East be hitting me up or Q hit me up or, sure, sure. or Ferg just hits me up to say what's up, what I'm eating, what I'm doing. Or, like, you know what I mean? For me, that shit is like good looking. Like, you keeping my spirit. Because it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a challenging thing. Like, if I'm, if I, I always want to take off every MC's head. I'm an MC by nature. I'm a, I'm an aggressive one. Sure. I'm humble, but I want to take your head off if we on a song together. But my colleagues and my brothers and all that is is still the same thing. But it's a mutual respect. It's a it's a certain level of respect that comes with that, and with knowing that, like you know what I mean. So when you're in the studio, and you have that energy, whether it's somebody who came before you, with you, or after you, that's a pure thing. That's like a solid thing that you have to respect. So it's it's a golden thing. So for somebody to respect you in the game, and you've been in it for a while. You got to be like, hey, like, I'm, you know, I'm cool, man. That's why I stay out the way and just do what I do. Sure. I stay out the way, do what I do, play my own lane, and I'm in my own lane, and I'm I'm pretty cool with that, and I'm I'm cool with the love and the respect. I think we spoke about this before, but uh, shortly touching on it, Blowing Money Fast. Uh, yeah. One of, one of Rick Ross's, uh, to me, one of Rick Ross's hottest songs uh, features you, Styles yeah. P., how did that? How did that even come about? Like, did he call you? Ross hit me. I yeah. be hearing Ross too. And, like, I think the big thing, the biggest thing in this industry is what people should remember is competitive, but keep your rapport right with people all around the board. Like, sure. you know what I mean? Just respect. Ross has such a respect for the craft. I respect him sure. for sure. that alone. Besides, sure. besides all the accolades and the great things he's done in his career and all of that, but he's really a, a MC that's about his craft. So. For me, you know, we I think we always had a, always had a mutual respect and always chopped it up on a on a side a certain way, and it just panned out that way. Mm. What's next for you and your wife? I know you're doing a bunch of things together. Uh, possibly a book, maybe. Possibly, yeah, definitely. I mean, we got a couple books coming. Um, power couple. 
Yeah, we just working, man. We, I'm just trying to work all all around the board and enjoy myself. Like sure. you know what I mean. So we got we got books coming, we got a podcast coming. Mm-hmm. Um, Can't wait for that. We got a show coming. We got mm-hmm. a couple things coming. We got a couple things in the work. We we working on a lot of things. You know what I mean. We just try to um keep ourselves busy. What you about know what music? I mean? um, music. I just dropped Nickel Bag. Mm-hmm. If you ain't get I'll it, it's it, everywhere. Yeah. Title: Apple, Spotify, That Piff. Um, Google, Apple Music, yeah. Google, Apple, all that shit. You could get that there. Um, I dropped Heat of the Night off of G Host. If you didn't hear that, that's everywhere mm-hmm. too. Go listen. G Host is dropping May fourth. May fourth. G Host the album. Um, we got some features on there. Not too much. I just got the homies on the hooks. I felt like, cause you know, last year I didn't um I didn't do a solo album, but I did a um couple mixtapes. Did the project with um. Taleb, shout yep, out my yep, brother Taleb that, yep. the Seven. I love Taleb. Yeah, man. shout out my brother. I did a project with Burner. Shout out my brother Burner Vibes. Oh, from uh, Cali. Um, yeah, the Bay. Oh, then you got that Cookies. Uh, yeah, man. that's my boy right there. So, shout out, yeah, um, I fuck with Burner. Shout out yeah. to Steve with Bell too. So, um, I felt like on on this album, I didn't want to. I just kind of wanted to give the Ghost fans a little Ghost. Mm, mm. You know what I mean? So I gave a. Gave myself up. I got another dope project. I ain't even gonna speak on it yet, though. But that's no exclusive. Out. No exclusive. Nah, I ain't gonna say nothing. I'm gonna let you know a little closer to the thing. Um, Locks album, of course, super crazy. We working, man. We on all cylinders. Juices for life. Shout out to Angela Yee, MV. Yep, the partners um, in the Brooklyn store. Yeah, shout out to Kiss. Shout Yo, how, out to, how did shout that out to my partners, um, Nye and Leo. Shout out to um, the whole staff. Kill Kyrie. The whole Juicy Everybody. Fly team. Yo, you know what? You know what? I, I I know you probably said this before, but this means a lot to me to ask these certain things. Like, and and because I'm like, this show is never no gossipy. It's like real, like just journeys in life. Like, yo, what does Kiss mean to you? Real talk. Like, Jay, my Kiss, brother. Yeah. Kiss and Sheik are my brothers. That's what they mean to me. The same thing anybody else's brother sure. means to me. That's that's. Those are my brothers. You know, we 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 partners in rap. Sure. We brothers in rap. We brothers in music and all of that. But more than that, we just brothers. And like, that's my family. Sure. Like, you know what I mean? That's family. You know what? I always tell people that your fucking Twitter is a Bible. So it it it, it would uh, behoove of me or behoove of me, whatever the fuck the word. If I don't mention <laughs> something, you. yo, I, look, I'm using big words now. I got Styles P here <laughs> using vocabulary. My brother's here. Uh, Styles P on at. The real style P on Twitter. Make sure you hit him up. He wrote, I walked a fine line between humble and cocky as fuck. Got to. Explain that to me, brother. I'm humble, but I'm cocky as fuck, man. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you I'm cocky as fuck. I'd I rather show you where my work. But I think you got to just be, I think when you're an MC, you're a rapper, you anybody, you just got to feel good about yourself. You got to know the type of person you are. You got to wake up feeling great. And you got to know you. You're fucking great, man. I feel like I'm fucking sure, sure, great. Sure, 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 But I feel like everybody's fucking great in their own right. So that humbles me. Mm. I'm not just the only fucking great one, but I'm fucking great. Mm. You know what I mean? Another another, another uh, tweet from the Bible of the ghost the real, at the real styles P. You can get a bag and lose it all and get it back repeatedly. You can get respect, but once you lose it, that's it. Stay respectable. My friend, yeah, that's tell, facts. Tell the internet because people I think are chasing bags, but uh, no, you could get money like you could get bag, get a check, you can get a money, 
and you could lose it all today. Everybody in this room, we've all blown money before. We've all got money back and blown it again after we said, we, well, most of us, I can't, I'm not going to say, I can't speak for everybody, but I'm pretty sure at least 50% of the room has gotten a bag, sure. blew the bag, sure. got a bag back, blew the bag again. You can keep getting a bag if you're a worker. If you work, you're going to get money. Like if you out there, you hustling, you got good energy, you got a good idea, you're going to get some type of money. Like it's, it's, you, could, you could repeatedly... A lot of us spend money excessively every day, all the time, on all kind of unnecessary shit. But you're going to get that money back. Or you could get that money back. You cannot do that with respect, brother. Respect is one thing when you lose, you cannot get back. And if you do, it takes a whole, whole sure. shitload and a lot of work. Like, So you got to stay respectable. Like The one thing you got to do is stay respectable with people and do things to not lose their respect or make them, you know, lose respect for you or you lose respect for them. Try to stay out of putting yourself in that position. Like, you know what I mean? So I think that's the best way to be. You know, you got a a young artist or a young entrepreneur listening to this and, you know, maybe just hoping to understand what's next or or, or scared to be stuck in the same position Um, or hopeful or, or just putting that work in, but you know, maybe not seeing the results yet. What's some advice you have for them? Pray like me. I feel like I'm in that position every day. I don't feel like, like I feel, I feel very successful and thankful. I feel humbled Mm -hmm. at having a, this kind of, you know, this kind of longevity and hip hop to be by my, by my peers. I feel humbled and thankful and like I'm, going places and 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 moving forward with, you know, us having four juice bars, the Juices for Life ran. Shout out to my partners, um, Juice Lee and Nye, and, and like I said, the whole staff and all the other partners and all the other stores. But I feel like there's a long way to go, like, you know what I mean? So I feel like the advice is to wake up every day on it till you feel like you're there. Like, you know what I mean? Sure. Pray. You know, if you meditate, meditate, pray. Try to have a good rapport, good rapport with all around you. Try to be honorable, dignified, and be the best you and give your best energy every day. Because, you you know, like I, sometimes, to be honest with you, I may not succeed all I want in this lifetime. But as long as I gave it my best shot, sure, sure, I'm sure. cool with that. Like, you know what I mean? As long as I was cool. You wasn't, as they say in most religions, most religions, and I'm not even religion, religious, is... This life is the test run, and paradise is supposed to be next life. Mm. Mm. Do the best you can. Be the best you. Wake up, hustle hard, stay surrounded by a good team, get a good old lady, some good old homies. Mm. Good weed. Good weed if you smoke. Um, And work hard, man, and and realize there's a lot of people doing what you do, so you got to kind of be honest at what you're doing and have a great work ethic and just be on it. Like, and... um, you know, let the chips fall where they sure, may. Sure, no, I, I respect that. You know, as we wind this episode down, um, best strains, man. We spoke about, like, yo, you a New York dude, Yonk is Wyo, but we spoke about L.A. having some of yeah, the best I think weed. I, San Francisco, for me, got the best strains. Mm. Is there um, a name to it? I, I love, I'm going to tell you all my, my three spots right now. I'm just going okay. to put my three spots Talk in about the world, it. and I'm just going to make it Talk about my, best, now. my best personal joints right now. No, no, no particular order. No, um, one, two, or three. Yeah, it's all good. 
Um, shout out to Burnout Love Cookies. Okay. I love the strains the cookie stores have. Um, shout out to the Green Door. That's also in the Bay. Both of them in the Bay. Love the strains they have. And I love Jungle Boy strains. That's in um, Los Angeles. Mm. Love the strains they have. Shout out to my man Ivan. Um, and there's a um, this bunch of great strains in Seattle. Bunch of great strains in um, Seattle, Colorado, really? yeah, Detroit, mm. Canada. D-10. Okay, New York's on the rise. Um, Maine, all over the world. But those just you know those are my those are my go to spots. You know, we, like you know what I mean. I think I feel like I feel like. I'm definitely a New York dude. I co- I consider myself a New York ninja with West Coast lungs. Mm. <laughs> That's how I consider myself. My lungs are from the West Coast. I'm sorry. Everything about everything else about me is totally East Coast, but my lungs are definitely all the way West, West Coast. West Coast, okay, I get 110 percent all the way. No disrespect to my coast, my city, none of that. But we are eons beyond. We are eons. We're so beat. Behind when it comes to strains, New York and the whole East Coast from California, DC on the rise too. Forgot to shout them. A lot of places, but just California in general. I don't. I don't know if it's the sun, the atmosphere, the strains, all of that. It's just you get high super fast with great strains. Mm. They got multiple great strains. You, you fuck with that multiple. dab shit. You fuck with the dabs. I relapsed and dabbed. On 420. Oh, my gosh. You're back. Styles yeah. P is back. No, nah, I'm not back. It was rosin, though. I didn't dab wax. I okay. dabbed straight okay. rosin. Rosin was you just press the weed, you know, turn the rosin. I dabbed that, but I was in Jungle Boys. It was a papaya okay. Okay. rosin, you know, so I had to for 420. But I don't like the dab because it's like smoking. It's like smoking crack, but it's weed. Because mm. it's the pipe. So with me being my age and being around in the 80s and actually seeing crack now, heads I and bass exactly and bass kind of feels weird, like, you know, in a weird way to be hitting pipe. But I just dabbed on 420. I relapsed. But I'm not a fluid dabber. Um, I probably dab when I'm at um, Jungle Boys Cookies mm, mm, or the mm. thing, but I'm in the dab back room. I don't let nobody record me or see me, you know. But... I'm not. I'm not promoting it. You know, some some listeners I feel horrible when I do. I feel guilty <laughs> and everything. So I can't can't promote something. Nah, I feel I guilty and I hide doing. It's it's all good. Some but I ain't gonna lie to you. Some I some slipped. Relapsed. relapsed. I relapsed. Some listeners may know. Some listeners may not know. But um, you know, um, I get high. Uh, took another level when it was on the movie Soul Plane. Yeah, and some people say it's a guilty pleasure, but some people say like, "Nah, I, I love fuck, Soul Plane. I, I always love Soul Plane." How did that fuck did that Soul Plane happen? I have the slightest idea, dog. I was watching Soul Plane and seeing that happen, I was like, "Yes, yeah." Is there still residuals from that? Like, does it's it come always in? residuals with movies? As a businessman, yeah. Anything your shit is played on, you got to check the time limit, how much you said, who played it, and all of that. But the you should get your shit, and the producer should get his shit. You know, but yeah. They bring, Depends on how you want your business, like, and how much of an asshole you are if you're not getting paid. What about Locked Up? Was that ever in any movies? I'm not sure, but it's a that's a good one too. Yeah, it should have been. It's a good one too. That's just spoke like to you me know though. what a lot of rappers do, and I and this is why I always say you learn learn the backdoor shit, like you know what I'm saying. Learn the shit that can't be explained in a few minutes, like you know what I mean, and stay on top of it, like learn. 
how many points you should be getting for the song, for your verse, learn how many, you know, points of publishers you should sure, be getting. Sure. You know, sometimes you sometimes somebody may be like, yo, we got your six points, but you're really supposed to get twelve point five. You should really know that. Though how many, how much bars he did, how much bars the guy on the hook did. Sure. You know the publisher's getting his fifty percent off rip. The writer's gotta split the other fifty. Know who did what percent and what that holds. Switches up and it varies, but there's been times on a few songs that if I didn't wasn't paying attention, you know what I mean. True. Do you, you suggest catch that money? You should catch in the future. Do you suggest somebody get a lawyer, like, or you suggest yeah, you like you can't yeah. be in a game without a lawyer. Yeah. You can't even be in a game without for, a lawyer for, for especially that type of business. You, yeah, you need a lawyer. You need a manager. You need everything, and you're gonna get jerked unless you're extremely bright and have. Something, but either way down the line, you're going to get jerked some way, somehow. So learn how to not get jerked once you get jerked and learn how to keep not getting jerked when you get jerked. And then sometimes you got to take getting jerked. That's what nobody tell you. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's like, okay. SP to ghost at Real Styles P on Twitter. What about on um, Instagram? I'm Real Holiday Styles on Instagram, and I believe... um, Real holiday styles on SoundCloud. We're gonna leave, we're gonna leave the internet with this. What books are you reading? If you are reading any, or what books have you read over the years that you suggest to people? Four Agreements, Miguel Ruiz, mm-hmm. Prophet Khalil Gibran. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot who read who wrote "Don't Sweat the Small Stuff." Mm-hmm. Um, internet, just just Google it. Yeah. Um, Man, Child in the Promised Land. Mm. It's a few shits. I'll tweet them to you later. Mm-hmm. But the prophet, I, I say, I say, the prophet is a great book for all to read for me. You know, I got to get you on this. Um, I had this guy last week. The, you, you fuck with Venmo? You ever heard of Venmo? Mm-hmm. I, found, I had the founder of Venmo on here last week, and uh, he has this new app, this audio app called Ents. It's like Twitter. For audio. Wow. It's like it's in better version, but like it's just gonna blow. I gotta put you onto that shit. That's because it's dope. like just audio. It's like people at and people. Yeah, and it's funny because I love Twitter and you're so yeah. good on Twitter, but I feel like some shit that you say as a, it's like, you know, some say, you, like I could tell somebody like, yo, I fuck with you on Twitter and you know, you, you could get that and it's cool and I love Twitter, but as far as audio. Yeah. That pe- sounds like pe- some dope shit. Yeah, I gotta put you onto that shit. That sounds Listen, very new. I mean, listen, we go over the journey. Internet's, I mean, return guest, Styles P. I mean, Internet's, love is love. Thank you for hearing me out. Man, and I also go check out my website, MrDavidStyles.com. That sounds, man, professional. Yeah. MrDavidStyles. I, I figured that. When I was doing that. To a real know, estate agent now? What the fuck is going on here? I would be. I would you know be. what? You if, know what? This I say, this is my advice to everything, everybody. So everything but your ass and your soul. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, if you weren't a rapper, if you weren't an entrepreneur, if you weren't everything you are today, what what do you think you would have been? Um, That's a hard question. I know it's a fucking hard question. I know it. I, um, I already did it. An author. Mm. You know what I mean. That's what I'm gonna do when I when I gracefully battle. I think I'm gonna just fall back and write movies and books. So probably director. Producer, director, slash author. I, I'm creative. I want to remain creative. Like, even when I stop making rhymes on the daily, I just want to remain creative. I think that's why I love Juice, too. 
plants, energy, life creation. Sure, sure. Like, you know, be able to create different recipes, juice mixes, just different people in the store, just talking to different people. Anything with creative energy, I think just into something that's creating. Mm, you know mm. what I mean? Internet, listen, make sure you uh, check out Real Styles P. My brother, listen, first yes, of sir. all, so so many things to say to you, but more important, I appreciate just your, your genuinity. Thank you. Even Thank if that's a fucking word, you're just on. It should be. Just your purity. Just just the person you are. You've always been A1 with me Thanks since day one. Thanks for having me, man. Shout out to Combat, too, man. Oh, man. Love rest in, love, man. Rest in peace, brother. Yeah. Internet. Energy never dies. Never. never. Long live Combat. And listen, Styles P, make sure you check out Juices for Life and everything he's got going on. Yes, love you, sir. brother. Love. love. Love you back. Thank peace. You, King. Peace. See you next episode. Internet, if you enjoyed that episode, I want you to email me at thepremiumpeachshow at gmail.com. Again, that email is thepremiumpeachshow at gmail.com. Let me know what you thought. And listen, all my advertisers out there, all my big businesses, my small businesses, whoever, a friend, a store, you want to advertise on the Premium Peach Show? Email me at thepremiumpeachshow at gmail.com and let's get working. Okay, make sure you subscribe, rate, leave a comment on all streaming platforms of the podcast. Tell a friend to tell a friend. And we'll see you next episode. Cheer.